social distancing, masks, and quarantines continue as the COVID-19 pandemic wears on. How are people with disabilities, like those who are deaf and rely on lip reading to communicate, or those who are blind and use touch to navigate their daily lives, adapting in ways that fit their needs while remaining safe? KRCC's Abigail Beckman spoke with Emily Schumann of the Rocky Mountain ADA Center for some insight. So what have you seen as the biggest impacts to the deaf and blind community in the Pikes Peak region as this pandemic continues? Maybe issues of going to Zoom and video calls or even communication barriers? Sure. I think one of the biggest questions that we get asked is about the use of face masks. For people who are deaf or hard of hearing, being able to see a person's face is really vital to communication Whether they lip read or not, a lot of communication that a person who's deaf gets while they're using sign language comes from facial expression. So a lot of what we've seen there is wondering if there's an alternate sort of mask that can be used um, that's got a clear panel or that allows the person to keep their face safely covered but still visible. I would say for people who are blind, early on in the pandemic, we did have somebody who reported that they went to a grocery store with their service animal and were basically told to go away because the the grocery store couldn't find the time to provide a dedicated staff member to help them go through the store and find items that they needed. So they were just basically denied service. And on a wider scale in terms of access, what has the pandemic brought to light as far as disparities for people with disabilities that maybe wasn't as widely recognized as before. Like something that stands out to me is transportation. So we saw a decrease in bus routes. You know, people were encouraged to not use ride sharing as often. Um, Does that fall into that category? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think what stands out to me is that now that everybody's sort of honed in on the pandemic, you know, you're, you're seeing some of those barriers present themselves in different ways. There are always issues for people with disabilities when it comes to transportation. So, for example, you know, before the pandemic, someone with a service animal, a lot of times your Uber or Lyft driver is going to turn you away because they don't understand that it's your right to have the service animal in the car with you. So, you know, that was a barrier in the past and still would be a barrier, but now we've added another barrier of like you said, discouraging the use of ride shares altogether, but then also maybe if Uber and Lyft are going to require the use of masks and you're someone who can't wear a mask because of a disability, that's just presented another barrier. So one of the things that we're seeing um, coming up right now is that with, you know, the social distancing measures, you know, restaurant owners are doing open air seating in their parking lots, a lot of times what's happening is they're setting those open air tables up on top of their accessible parking spaces. So now you've prevented a person with a disability who uses accessible parking, maybe a wheelchair user, from being able to come to your establishment. Do you think there's more attention being given to accommodating these issues or less? Or, I mean, was is there ever enough? Um, I, I definitely think there's more attention being given because everybody's having to be accommodated right now, you know, especially at the beginning of everybody being shut down. A lot of people transitioned to working remotely or sort of reconfiguring their business to operate in a different way. And I think that brings attention to the fact that people with disabilities are often asking for accommodations like working from home or modifying their workspace, things like that. So the pandemic is really bringing light to the fact that, you know, people with disabilities 
live their lives having to be creative um, and find alternate ways of doing things that are maybe different from uh, the way things are normally done. And the Americans with Disabilities Act will celebrate its 30th anniversary at the end of the month. Um, Can you just talk about some major changes since the initiation of the ADA and what more you're hoping to see specifically here in the in the Pikes Peak region? Sure. Um, I think the biggest difference is the internet. The internet did not exist back in 1990, at least not in the way it does now. Specifically, social media, which is such a huge part of the way that we live our lives and connect with each other, get information, share information. All of those things were developed kind of without the interest of people with disabilities in mind. So now what you're seeing is people having to go back and try to make it accessible on the back end. Um, What I'm hoping to see in the future is to really have a lot more focus on accessible websites, accessible social media, because it seems like um, people with disabilities are really getting left behind with inaccessible digital communications. 